Hey everyone, this is David Poindexter, aka Robert Tables, and I'm joined by... Hey everyone, my name is Matthew Brosey, and aka Rex Havoc. And we're bringing you Top Down RPG. Let's kick it off. Acronyms and D&D. Let's kick it off. Acronyms. Oh man. So I think, I think acronyms is something that whether you're new to the game or a veteran to the game matters a whole lot, right? And, and, and people are oftentimes afraid to ask what an acronym is because it makes them quote unquote feel stupid. I threw those air quotes up for the people listening. It, it, it makes people feel dumb when they have to ask. And I don't want anybody to ever have to feel like that. Right. And and I would hope that you have a really good relationship with the other players and the GM at your table that you can feel comfortable asking those kind of questions. So what we're going to do for for all of you people that don't want to ask those questions is we're going to go over some acronyms for D&D. Right. And uh, what they are, what they mean. And and maybe some that people didn't know, maybe some that people do know. So what we can do is we can start with some of the mo most basic ones. And as being a. Uh, a relatively recent player yourself, Roberta Bulls, I'm curious as to how many of these you do and don't know yourself. Right. Okay. So the very uh, first one is yeah, the very first one is super, super simple, right? It's 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 one of the cruxes of the game. It's DM. Right. So that's, I understand I, it to I be dungeon master. And the that way that correct. I view it is it's always the person that is sitting behind the screen that's sort of setting out the world in front of you and waiting for you to react to it. Uh, whether you're in a dungeon or not, what if you're not in a dungeon? There's still a dungeon master, right? That's if, if you are running the game for a game of Dungeons and Dragons, you are the DM, you are the dungeon master. Now, one of the ones that's used very frequently that's in a sim similar vein, though, is GM. And this just means game master, right? For any game. Any game. It is the generic term for the person or storyteller uh, or whomever runs the game in any game that you play. So it's kind of funny because a dungeon master can be a GM, but a GM isn't necessarily a dungeon master, right? So if you're going to play like... Yeah, if you're going to play like Vampire the Masquerade, that that's a great example. That those any 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 person who runs the story, right, is called a game master. Okay. They sometimes will also call themselves storytellers, but that doesn't have an acronym. You have right. PC, which is player character. Everybody who picks up a character and role plays it with their their dungeon master or game master is a PC. And then you have NPC. NPCs are non-player characters. This is everybody that your game master controls. Like, everybody. It is the shopkeeper you interact with. It is the Nosferatu that you're trying to get information uh, from. It is the, the fixer that you're trying to get a job from in Cyberpunk Red. Okay. It's literally anybody that you interact with over the course of the game that your dungeon master has to control but isn't going to be a regular part of your game session and then we have one dmpc dmpc is a dungeon masters player character to put it simply a dmpc is a player character like that the dm controls 
for long periods of time and they travel with your group throughout the story. So if you want to take Snickers the Kobold with you on your adventure, right? Because he's amazing, right? And who doesn't like Snickers the Kobold? I mean, I love Snickers. Right? I don't even know who he is, but I already love him. <laughs> and, and he's helpful in some way, shape, or form. Maybe he has some rogue levels. Who knows, right? Who knows? But Snickers is awesome, and you want to bring him with you. And your DM plays Snickers like one of the characters at your table. He grows in experience. He gains new levels. He uh, openly talks to the party about what they should do next and gives them tips. You send him on missions where he comes back and does things. But meanwhile, the DM is controlling it the entire time. That is a DM player character. It Sounds is worthy a character of a discussion that the DM later. controls that has direct input. Is there any Robertables off the top of your head that you uh, know uh, that you can just put forward for people right off the bat? I was confused with what HP and AC really mean. They they are numbers. Mm. I started to realize that I didn't really understand what they represent. Uh, I thought AC was like, how many layers of metal do you have on you? And I thought HP was how many <laughs> liters of blood do you have in you? So those are two that I found confusing. Yeah. So what does AC mean? Uh, armor class. Uh, I like when I read the acronym, I thought it meant armor cladding. So like cladding, how yeah, many no, shields of things like between your and you and yeah. your skin do you have between something coming at yeah. you? And it oh, turns out it's not that at top, all. So that's two, right? Like, yeah, no, for sure. So AC um, means armor class. Uh, and HP means hit points. Uh, those are the the measure of unit that you gain when you level up and when you start the game that determine when your character moves into unconscious and starts to die, right? That Got is the, the, the unit of measurement that determines whether or not you live or die right? is essentially what it boils down to. I think another one that gets thrown around the table a lot is RP. Right. What's oh, RP? RP that or what is RP? Right. RP means role play. Right. That's a pretty self-explanatory one. Like a lot of people get that, but you shouldn't feel some sort of way if it just boom, goes right over your head. Mm -hmm. One of the ones that I had trouble with for a really, really long time was IC and OOC. These are acronyms that people will use very quickly at the table while they're talking. IC is in character. And then you have OOC. That stands for out of character. So if I need to take a minute to talk to my party about a decision that's going on and your DM allows that second to converse because something was sprung on you, you just go, OOC, hey, guys, uh, is this something we really want to do? Do we want to be responsible for orphaning all these children? Uh, uh, or do we want to figure out a different way to get the poltergeist out of their mom? One that a lot of people are going to know because of crossover from other games is PvP, right? Player PvP. versus player. Yeah. Player versus player. Yep. Right on. Right. And then another one that's used in D&D some, but not a lot, is uh, PVM. I'm unfamiliar. What is PVM? PVM is player versus monster. Player versus monster. Combat. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's player versus monster combat. And then you also have PVE, which is player versus the environment. Okay. Right, So you could have somebody say, hey, this campaign, there's a lot of PVE in it, right? Like I would say that, you know, rhyme it with, 
Rime of the Frost Maiden has a lot of PVE in it. Only because of the recency of it. Uh, another example, mm. in case anyone is playing through or running uh, Critical Role's Call of the Netherdeep, there is player versus environment components later in the, the ender part of the games that are just mm -hmm. monsters be damned, the environment itself is trying to kill you, and you have to find a solution yeah. to to survive so in the environment. So that's the PvE, yeah. right? And that's the PvE part, yeah, Got absolutely. It. And then you have two, two ones that are super confusing to a lot of people because they don't understand the difference between the two. You have Raw, R-A-W, and Rye, R-A-I. The first one is rules as written. So this is basically you mm -hmm. crack a source book, and it says what it says. The thing does what it does. It's how the books, yeah. Yeah, it's the written law of of whatever your printed or digital, you know, whatever, book says that that is the rule. It has X radius. It does whatever. That's raw, right? Yep. How the books are written is raw. Okay. It's, it's basically how the books say the mechanics work. Raw. Done. Got it. Right? And then you have Rye, which is rules as intended, which is how the designers intended the mechanics to work. A designer says on some forum somewhere or in their Twitter uh, or on their Facebook, they say, hey, this is what we intended for that rule. People constantly ask questions about D&D to the designers. Jeremy Crawford himself answers back. If Jeremy Crawford posts something on Twitter, it's not Rye, it's Raw. Because of his position, and a statement that was made by Wizards of the Coast, it makes any of his rulings in Twitter posts actual Official. rules. Yeah. When Mike Merles answers one of these posts, it becomes wry because there's not the same level of weight carried to what he's saying. Interesting. Um, now, as the DM and group, you choose to take what you want, but that's the difference it's your, between It's it. your table. It's You've got to agree on what are you going to take. Yep. There could be a wry interpretation that then gets superseded by a raw interpretation a further clarification mm -hmm. from jeremy crawford that turns that our ai into now it's raw they they yeah, now solidified on yep. that right for sure okay yep. those are the difference between those two interesting um, uh some of the other ones that are a little bit weird that people uh can miss is watsy watsy what does watsy mean watsy w-o-t-c yeah, and that's Wizards of the Coast. Right? That's the D and D publisher. That, yeah, the the parent. It's company. the publisher of yeah. D and D. Yeah, so the WotC is the publisher of Dungeons and Dragons. And then you have some real basic ones that uh, are not readily apparent to people at the very beginning of the game. You have PP, GP, SP, and CP. These stand for platinum pieces. PP, platinum piece. Mm -hmm. GP, gold pieces. SP, silver pieces, G CP, copper pieces. What if you have EP? Uh, Should you fire your DM? <laughs> I knew you were going to bring up EP. Uh, EP means electrum pieces. And let's not talk about electrum pieces on this episode. We're defining acronyms. <laughs> uh, just acronyms? Yes. EP? But EP, EP is also a currency that you could run into uh, in Dungeons & Dragons. And so all of those acronyms um, are currencies, currencies that, that you use for trade in the yep. world. They are things you can find. They are things you can pay other people with. It's just a currency mm -hmm. abbreviation, right? 
It's just a currency abbreviation. And they go by yeah. tens. Yeah, that, that's, it's that's essentially right. the metric system. Got it. It's the metric system. Uh, and then it gets weird, right? Because your next currency above that is Astral Diamonds. I didn't even know that was a thing. That's great. That's, <laughs> that's, uh, so uh, Friday yeah, Night Campaign, uh, we're finding Astral Diamonds next loot drop, uh, right? Well, no, yeah. not quite yet, right? Because you would need... A, so the problem is an Astral Diamond is considered a 1,000 a thousand gold pieces, Right. So you would need a hundred platinum pieces to make an astral diamond. Got it. So that 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 is a currency that's not very heavily used, but maybe uh, if you had a there. banking sector that needed to store large sector. amounts of of uh wealth in small vaults like space con constrained, maybe you <laughs> you stack that up like uh in Vegas where oh, you man, chip when up. you're traveling to other planets yeah. and spell jammer man you want astral diamonds with sure. you because they might not take copper yeah copper is an insult honestly <laughs> and then you have some some less known ones and these are going to be sort of niche but important to know um people get this confused all the time it's p b p Right. You'll see people write this on forums and stuff all the time. It is play by post. Oh, play by post. OK, the text based yep. way of and sort it's of commonly missed because a lot of people don't know what it is. They don't even know what play by post is. Right. So they don't they completely miss the acronym because play by post is an alternate way of playing Dungeons and Dragons. Right. It is a long form version of Dungeons and Dragons played in some type of chat room or like say using discord discord or, or, or whatever you want to use similar to that. you also have and this is going to be super important for new people to know because you're going to need it almost right off the bat it's lfg looking for group yep that's it so so this is one that you'll use uh you'll see people use this very frequently in posts because they're maybe using discord roll 20 uh, or any forum anywhere that allows people to get together to play Dungeons and Dragons, you're going to see LFG pop up, right? Because people d like to use shorthand and they're just going to assume that everybody else knows what it is. So you'll see like, uh, you know, Asimar Rogue Level 3 LFG. Some of the other ones you have are AOE, a very heavy crossover from video games. So a lot of people will understand this acronym. But if you don't have a video game background and you start playing role-playing games, you're not going to get it right away. In fact, uh, and a, um, you could confuse AOE with being an acronym for a video game called Age of Empires. Yes. How do I know that? Yeah, because yes. I did. I literally thought that's what it meant. You thought it was Age yeah. of Empires. Hey, what does Age of Empires have to do with D&D? AOE stands for Area of Effect. This is any spell, spell-like ability, just Anything that covers an area is considered an AOE. The other one that is commonly misunderstood and people use it a lot when they're talking about D&D is OA or AOO. And I kind of think I know which one you're talking about. It's attack of opportunity. It is or attack of opportunity. opportunity right? attack because, or... because some people refer to it as opportunity attack and or... some people refer to it as uh, attack of opportunity. It can go either way. Both are correct. Like, I even don't, me personally, I even don't use AOO. I just use AO. Yeah. Attack yeah. of opportunity, right? So when I say to the DM, hey, I'm going to take my AO, and then I roll it. 
And stay tuned for uh, future episodes where we discuss the draws to and away from taking your opportunity attack uh, yes. in our strategy section when we get down to in breaking down some section. misconceptions yeah, sure. because uh, people for think sure. it's an easy thing. And, oh, easy choice. I always take it. You might be wrong. The next one is BBEG. This is talked about all the time. This is Everybody all over says BBEG. Until probably six months ago, I didn't know what the hell people were talking about. What is BBEG? I I think we should stop using BBEG. So we're gonna talk about what it is Ooh. first, and then we're gonna we're gonna insert a little a little hot take in here. BB, BBEG is Big Bad Evil Guy. Sure, makes sense. Lines up acronym. Big Bad Evil Guy. I don't like it. I don't like it because why is it got to be a guy? And we, we should literally just be using BBEP, right? Big, bad, evil person. I also sort of wonder, I also sort of wonder now that I'm thinking about it, in the context I've seen BBEG used, it's usually used in the context of like final boss. Yep. Even if the final boss is a female, right? Like that's what BBEG is. Uh, okay, and so um, one of the other ones we have is TPK. TPK. Uh, a lot of people usually learn what TPK means pretty quickly in Dungeons and Dragons. Um, at some point, you're going to have one. Uh, it's just a thing. Um, and what does it mean? Uh, it means total party kill. Right. That that is a situation where the entire party dies for whatever reason. You all Everyone. Get stuck in a room no and die. You die. You die to the enemies that attacked you. Whatever it is, for whatever reason, if the entire party gets wiped out in one encounter, total party kill. And that's one that gets thrown around a lot that people don't get right off the bat because they just don't know what it means. If you're new uh, and, and you, you just see the acronym, you don't know. Uh, also, if you're new and you see the acronym and you know that it means total party kill, and then you start actually reading the rules, it, it seems, yeah unlikely but when it happens you'll know it you'll know it and i wish i wish somebody was around to teach me this stuff Same. when i was coming up in dungeons and dragons right like i just didn't know and it took me a while to figure it out and i had to to, to reach out and ask somebody to like what what does that mean uh you have xp uh this one's a little more self-explanatory because it bleeds i would over into guess a lot of experience things. points because most game yeah, systems you're totally use right. it yeah it's just experience points uh sometimes most games don't even deal with these because they use a lot of people like to use milestones mm -hmm. um but xp is a thing um and you can use it and there's nothing wrong with it it's just an alternate way it's still valid of leveling your characters up but yeah it's funny right because it's it's just six of one half a dozen of the other it's just about ease and play style which you prefer right we're getting down to the last couple right but we're going to go through the stats right now because people Let's have trouble with stats. this all the time yeah that's that stuff right so str is strength dex is dexterity con is constitution int is intelligence wis is wisdom and C-H-A is charisma. And that's what right? those acronyms and abbreviations mean when you see uh, if you've got your character that has a role that says uh, your attack does X plus X plus X. If you see STR, then now you know yep. what that means now. Yeah, 1D10 plus STR. 
That is your right? strength. Or 1d6 plus dx, right? Or it does 2d10 plus con, right? So I think that the, this is an acronym that I feel should be disseminated to people much earlier than it usually is because there's it's just a lot of spells, a lot of abilities, uh, various magic items in the world, the way in which you attack with your weapons that usually shorthand this stuff. They shorthand so it, but they, knowing... they shorthand it early in the stuff you're going to be using before you really associate what the acronym means. And it can be confusing yes. if you're really new. I agree. I think that 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 could be a confusing point for for new players. Right. And then the next two that we're going to talk about relate to the abilities. And I guarantee you that this is going to be a subject we're going to talk about more in depth later. But we're just going to go over the acronyms right now. And that is MAD, M-A-D, versus SAD, S-A-D. Right. You have MAD versus oh, it's SAD. Not emotions? So, no, they are not emotions. So let's 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 talk about what they are real fast, mm -hmm. and then we'll give you a short what it means. Because I'm going to tell you, we're going to have a whole another episode on mad versus sad, and what you should choose as your first character. Definitely, we um, should, or, or or how you should use it to decide what character you're going to play next. Right. So mad is multiple ability. Dependent. It's the shorthand for multiple ability score dependent, right? They they drop the S. But that's what it means. It's multiple ability score dependent, M-A-D. And what this means, go ahead, Robertables, I know you know what this one means. I think this means that for your character to really live up to their potential, there's at least more than one of your ability scores, strength X, charisma, etc., there's more than one of those that you have to focus on to really live yeah. up to what the class actually means. The way that I like to say it is you have more than one ability that's needed for your basic skills to function. This makes sense. A real me. quick example is a monk. In order for the, a monk to have a passable armor class, right, which means that they're just not going to get get pasted in combat uh they're going to need both dexterity and wisdom yes so right off the bat a Absolutely. monk needs two good ability scores or they're going to struggle one of the core things that makes a monk a monk mm -hmm. monks are mad monks are mad the next one we're going to talk about is sad and it makes it easier because we just described what mad was so sad is going to be way easier you only care about a single one so sad is single ability score dependent sad sad we pulled up Monk. What are we going to pull up for Sad? Rogue or Ranger. Rogue or Ranger. Right off the there top we go. Of my head. Yeah, right off the top of my head, Rogue Ranger Fighter, right, are basically all Sad. They only care about uh, pumping up can, that one. So whatever you roll. You can get away with playing those classes with only pumping out one. Yeah. And and we'll talk about it in, in, in a different episode. But uh, people will argue with you that Fighter is not Sad because... Oh, you need a constitution and dexterity to play a fighter. And I would just say, hey, your hit points aren't really that important, and you could wear a full plate mail or any heavy armor, and then your dex doesn't matter. So yes, you could play a fighter with just a high strength or a fighter with just a high dexterity. Is it incredibly so, rude for me to say just 
stop getting hit five head <laughs> stop getting hit yes that's okay. no it's okay. not rude but it's not possible right like right. so yeah those are those are mad and sad um the only other one that i can think of off the top of my head that's used very frequently in in discussions for dungeons and dragons mm -hmm. is gish yeah g-i-s-h i have heard of this i don't understand what the hell is a gish or the gish or what I'm gonna is tell you what, a gish. Gish is. what does it mean a gish is an old term right i'm gonna tell you right now it's a straight out old term of dungeons and dragons it's been around for a really long time right functionally what gish means is any class that is a fighter slash mage and I say that in the most broadest terms because you got to remember that this word was coined back in like first advanced second edition D&D &D, where there were no classes that have that blended together already. Oh, so, so let me give you an example. You didn't have half casters like warlocks or paladins. No. no. Well, you had paladin. But it was its own class and not considered in that half caster range. It was just you were a paladin. This is the stuff that you got, right? Fair. What I'm really talking about is this. If I wanted to be led, I'll use the fifth edition example. An Eldritch Knight, right? An Eldritch Knight is a gish. It is a fighter slash wizard mage, right? That's a gish. Right? Um, An Eldritch Knight is a gish. Blade Singer. Blade Singer is, is a gish. the one that I was thinking of. Um, uh, uh, blade packed warlock gish, right? Those yeah. are all gish characters. Yeah. Um, those are all gish, right? Back in the day, though, you the only way that you could get something like that was to blend the fighter class and the wizard class. Okay. Or the rogue class and the wizard class. Where did that's the... it? Like there were no classes by themselves that fit that function. And what it came from is it came from the old Dungeons and Dragons gith creature. Gith, G-I-T-H. Yeah, gith, G-I-T-H. Gith. Right? Gith Yankee is what we call them. Gith Yankee, like, okay. now. All right. The gith Yankee. Gith. Back then, they were gith. Um, and, and the gith were baseline set up like that. They were just fighter wizards, right? That's what they were. That was it was a monster that was just a fighter mage. Oh, and they were monsters. Um, they were non-playable. Theoretically, I mean, they were they were humanoid in the monster manual, but had a level adjustment if PCs wanted to play them. Oh. Right? Yeah, so it was possible to play as one if your DM allowed it and you use the level adjustment thing so you couldn't Basically, the way that it worked to give somebody a little dip into old timey D and D is you would start off with your class being Gish, and you would gain experience in that class until you overcame the level adjustment, and then you would start gaining levels in your fighter or whatever. So what I'm hearing is the concept of it came from Gith G I T H, and it has been conceptualized yep. into an acronym or an abbreviation G I. S H 
as just describing yep. anyone that smashes fighter and caster anyone that together. uses anyone who uses melee attacks but also has magic got it it's it's warlock blade singer arcane trickster yeah uh and eldritch knight are the four that i can think of off the top of my head but that doesn't mean there's you probably can't more create blendings yeah yeah, well, there's a lot more with, with multi-classing, right? Because mm -hmm. you can do College of Swords, Warlock, and that's a gish. Right. So there, there's all kinds of other um, class combinations so, that fit into this acronym. And that's, that's basically the list of any of the acronyms that are used for the game. Any acronyms that are left over are all for books. So PHB is Player's Handbook. DMG is Dungeon Master Guide. MM, that we were just talking about, is Monster Manual. And now here's where it gets a little complicated because some of the newer books to 5e, starting with Volos, they use multiple acronyms because some communities coined one, some communities coined another. So now each one of these has like three acronyms, That's but they're all so close together. I love it, as a beginner. Yeah, they're all so close together though that you can look at any of them and completely understand. Volo's Guide to Monsters breaks down to VGM or VGTM or Volo's. The, the one acronym just drops the, the two. It is what it is. That's the, I'm just disseminating the what acronyms to you guys. Uh, what many, can I say? Many right? things I didn't make are. a choice to have three. They're just there, right? The next is Xanathar's Guide to Everything. And they did the same pattern. You have XGE. You have XGTE, and then you just have Zans, X-A-N. What I have noticed pattern-wise, if I see a V, it's probably this. If I see an X, it's probably this. So far, so good. Correct. And it's actually, it, 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 you can keep going like that with all of them. They were smart about that. Mm. The next one is Mordekind's Tome of Foes. They shorten this one to MTF or MTOF or Mortys. Got it. And then the next one is Wave, uh, Wayfinder's Guide to Eberron. This one only has two. So they shortened it to WG or WGTE. Fair enough. And then you get to the Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide. They only had one for this one. Oh, I love them so much. It's SCAG, S-C-A-G. And then you have the Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica, which is GGTR. I mean, that's all the book ones that are out there right now. Yeah. Um. I don't think it's important for us to go through the acronyms of yeah. all of the published modules. I, I didn't I didn't want to go too deep into it for the books or the modules because at the end of the day, those are easily Googleable. I think the ones that we talked about at the beginning of this uh, of the podcast is are the important ones because they aren't easily Googleable. No, and they're confusing if you, as hell. If you hell. Google HP, yeah, if you Google HP, the first thing that's gonna pop up Harry is Potter. HP Lovecraft. Or Harry Potter, oh. right? Uh, I wonder what it is. Is it H.P. Lovecraft or Harry Potter? I, I think I, Harry Potter is probably going to pop up. Yeah, first. I don't know. But anyway, those things aren't easily Googleable. So I really wanted to to get that that stuff out to you guys so that you could do it. Uh, if you have any acronyms that you think we really missed uh, that that should be um, talked about, please, 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 please let us know. Yeah. Did we um, drop the ball? Did we get one wrong or more? Uh, did we did miss mess up somewhere? Is there one as a beginner uh, that that you're totally like, why, why didn't they talk about this? Are you an experienced DM who's been doing this for years and you think that we missed something that's like, no, no, no. Beginners really need to know this. Let us know.
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to hear about it. I want to hear about it. Hey, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, we've discussed all of the acronyms that you need to know. Again, I'm David Poindexter's, a.k.a. Robert Tables. And my name is Matt Brosey. And people also call me Rex Havoc. So have a fantastic week.